This is the ear spoon with fish and Steve. Hey everybody, welcome to the ear spoon. I am Fish. And I am Kid Rock. <laughs> Are you a cowboy? Oh, you bet I am. Yeah. And a successful entrepreneur. Yeah, of course you are. Of course you are. <laughs> right. And I speak French when I say entrepreneur, of course. <laughs> entrepreneur, eh? <laughs> All right, this is the Ear Spoon. It's brought to you by the fine, fine coffee roasters that are Mocha Joe's Coffee, located in the heart of downtown Brattleboro, which, as we speak, is currently flooding uh, from <laughs> from a, some some freak. It went from being uh, drought to monsoon season, as typical That's New kidding. England weather. It was too much at once. You know, the ground was too dry, I suppose. Yeah. But I don't know. I Yeah, we, we'll take whatever we can just to replenish the rivers and, and, and the wells. Is, is yeah, whatever. Thing. It's all about my cannabis, bud. <laughs> it's all about the cannabi. <laughs> all about the cannabi. Uh, all right, what are we talking about here today? Let's talk about bounties. Let's start with bounties on American soldiers' oh. heads. I so, don't even know where to go with that. Okay, you know? then let's move to the next thing. <laughs> like, what else does it have to be even said? I mean, but again, well, I will say this about that. You you know, pick subject X, as you just did, to lead into this. Right. Like, any one of the things, and there are 26 letters in the alphabet, yep. starting with subject yep. X, any one of these would have blown a wide open hole in any other presidency in the entire history of this country. Yeah, and I'm not, we're not saying Obama, we're not saying Clinton, we're not saying any Democratic president, we're not saying any Republican, any president. Right. How is this? But I'll tell you, you know where the fault lies, I, I dare say? I mean, Trump's psychotic and you know psychiatric and what have you. Yep. But Nancy frickin' Pelosi, when I hear her say, when Bill Barr just craps on the Constitution and fires the, the, the chief judge in the Southern District of New York, and she says, and when asked, should we impeach Bill Barr, she goes, we'll do our impeaching at the voting booth in November. Yeah. Shut I, I, fuck I, I, I'm a little, so here's my thing now. I am going to spend from now until November eviscerating anything with an R in front of its name. <laughs> All right. I, anything. I don't give a shit who you are. I don't give a shit if you are the if you are Mother Teresa Republican. I am. I'm, I'm throwing lighter fluid on you and I'm burning you down. I'm just well, done with you it. Say that. Because, I mean, and we're going to get into the discussion of the Trump rally downtown Brattleboro recently. But like I'm of the same mindset. And you remember when I when we used to work at the same radio station, I would always say if you can in this current condition, this was during the George Bush years. Right. Uh, uh if you can say, I'm a proud member of the Republican Party, I doubt your fundamental decency as a human being. Right. Yeah, no. At this I'm, point, if you're still on board, I, I don't doubt it at all. I reject it. You know, when we come in, and I'm rejecting it on, 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 on many different platforms, but the most charged air that we've breathed in a while happened in Minneapolis with George Floyd uh, in the most diabolical way, way that you could kill a man while three other men sound, just stood around with their hands stuffed into the bottom of their pockets watching it happen. All right, right. So, so there's that. So not once has this, um, this, this president in name only um, yeah. done a, said uh, or done anything about it except on a, on a day that the, re, the the market rebounded for about 10 minutes he said this is right. a good day for George Floyd 
Like, you know, take. No, what the hell? I know. I just how how tone deaf and disconnected are you? But how many times does this man have to tell us he's a racist before we believe him? How how many you and I aside and, and probably a majority of the listening people to this podcast but how many more times does this man have to do something racial before you believe that he is basically the next <laughs> David Duke? Because once Dude, yesterday he put out, he retweeted a video of a man shouting white, white power. White power, right? Yelled it twice. I mean, what more does one need to know? It's, again, it's, I, I asked the question: How many more times does he have to admit that he's a racist before right. we finally believe him? As yeah. a nation, collectively. I mean, I think a majority of this nation already believes that he's a racist, but how many more times does he have to do something before we all just sort of wholeheartedly buy into this this idealism that he is indeed and is now a racist? And if you can support him, yeah. then I am sorry, I don't know that you get to say that you're not a racist. Because I, no. I believe that... How do I say this? I believe that if if you're okay with racism, you're kind of a racist. Yep. If you enable it in any way, yeah. if, you act, if you choose to vote for a person who is the, arguably the highest office in the land, or at least let's say the, the chief of the executive branch, the titular leader of the country, who is an avowed and very clearly, it's not. This is not a new thing. He's got forty years of racial bullshit. Right. If you're still behind that after white power, this and a, a, you know, uh, good people on both sides, and the endless, you know, just to, to tsunami of evidence that he's a racist. If you can still support that, the best thing you can say is, "I'm a non-racist supporting a racist for president." Right. And that's not even. I mean, that's the best you can say. More accurately, it's saying like. I, too, am a racist. I want this racist to be the president. In 1945, after the fall of Hitler, they they eviscerated the Nazi party. Now, there are yeah. certain people who hold on to those ideals. I recognize that. There are certain people who still believe to this day, walk amongst us, we elected one ourselves, who believe in the ideal of a superior white race. Right. But... The formal party that was known as the Nazi Party, which started out as a far-right faction of uh, in Germany to to push those ideals forward, went away. It yeah. is it is time for the Republican Party to go away, and then, and then we can work on the Democratic Party, because that let the Democrats be the the right wing for yeah. God's sake. You know, I mean, they virtually are. So that's why, like, here we are in the midst of all this that's going on. And where is this? So where's this Biden dude? Where is Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer? This is a moment unprecedented in time with people in the streets, police, police uh, violence being protested and met with what? Police violence. Right. Then the Democrats are going like, well, you just wait until we vote in November. I'm going to tear up another speech if I have to. Shut the hell up. This is not a time to be that namby-pamby bullshit. But here we are. This is the time that we live in. And I agree with you that the, the Republican Party is ostensibly a fascist quasi-Nazi party at this point. If you support its policies and support its major leaders, you are a despicable person. Yeah, I mean, you can't. You How can you not call yourself? If I was uh, of, a, of a Republican mindset, 
uh, but still like a believer in the United States and everything that it stands for, and I'm using the air quotes, um, yep. you know, that then I would begin to say that I'm an independent. Yeah, I think that's the only way to do it. Disassociate yourself with the party. I don't have a problem with with classical conservative. I don't thought. either. I don't agree with it, and I'm happy to disagree with people that are evidence-based and smart about it, which is rare. But I dare say, my, you know, as I've said many times on this podcast and other places, raised by a conservative Nixon Republican that was my dad and a, a liberal McGovern Democrat that was my mom, and they were both good people with both smart people, and I watched the, the polarity and the dialogue back and forth about values. And I don't, I've always been liberal. I mean, from the very beginning, I don't have any allegiance with, you know, any of that Republican crap, but, you know, came to, came to life politically during Watergate and how could you possibly even, but like these, you know, it's reasonable to have the, the tension of those poles and find some happy center wherever possible. But I keep hearing from people, we all need to get along. We really need to reach across the divide. And we really need, no, I'm not talking if, of race. If, if I'm re, if I'm reaching across the divide, it's to punch somebody in their neck. Kinda. I I'm mean, sorry. Like it's, I had some, I, I, again, why did I ever get back on Facebook? So I'm immediately, you know, back into having these, these sparring moments with racists and with with conservatives and so forth. And they you know, it's astonishing to me the things that they can rationalize. Right. And then they say, I'm just, it's just my opinion. Like. Yeah, it's a racist opinion, you, you racist. Do you understand that your opinion uh, is is on the uh, is on the wrong side of history? Do you understand that? I keep dropping that on. History is going to be brutal to these people. Oh, brutal! My, I, I, you know I, I, the way they are to the good Germans in 1933. For God's sake, it's the same energy entirely. So right. we'll see where that all shakes out. But I'm sorry if you're like I got into it, got into it with a guy on the on a Facebook page for Brattleboro. And, uh, you know, they, again, they say, oh, the left is so angry. They're so mean and not tolerant. You know what? Here's mean and not and, and intolerant. Fuck you, racist. You know, <laughs> I am not tolerant to racists. You know, I'm sorry, but I, it's reasonable. I have a problem with bullies, you know, and, and I, since I was a kid and was a large human being, I'll go toe to toe with these people. Yeah. I don't care. You know, like I don't seek to bully and I don't seek, uh, to start things with people, but somebody steps forward and says, I'm a racist, or somebody steps forward and says, I'm going to be blatantly misogynistic, I'm going to call you on and I'm going to call you out, and you're going to be publicly outed as an asshole. Yeah, you know, on social media, I, I, I take screenshots, I get these updates from the New York Times, uh, yeah. and the headline were, U.S. spies and commandos in Afghanistan alerted superiors as early as January to a Russian plot to pay bounties right. to kill U.S. troops, officials said. And then the first paragraph, and then I took a screenshot of it and posted it and yeah. just said, please feel free to defend this action. I saw that, yeah. You know, <laughs> uh, and, and here's the weird thing. I mean, typically, typically that will get the, the dander up of every single right-wing douchebag that follows me, and yeah. it didn't. It's indefensible. But then you got the president, the so-called president, saying like, oh, I didn't hear anything about this, or we've t turns out that was not true. It's like, dude, like here's the man who says, I know, I, I know everything about nuclear power. I know everything about hurricanes. I know everything about every subject that ever was. I'm an expert in all fields. Mm -hmm. And then like, Dude, here's this really important thing. Oh, yeah, don't know anything about that. Yeah. Uh, yeah well, look, I mean, he is the man who said that we need to rake the forests. So let's not forget that.
But we don't have to focus on him. We have to focus on the, on the sycophants and this cult-like behavior from people that say, yes, that's an acceptable response to me from the president of the United States. And do we just give up? I mean, we collectively, I don't really consider right. myself involved in that, but conservatives that still support this guy, did you just give up on facts? You just give up on, on reality? And just kind of, I mean, it's, it's, it's Jim Jones-like. Right. I uh, so I I did I I, I went down to the uh, Trump rally, and uh, purposefully parked in a place where I had to walk right through the middle of them. Yeah. All right. Um, it was weird. I was wearing a I was wearing a blue a blue hoodie that had red, white, and blue colors on it, uh, which all of a sudden like gave me this pause as I realized I'm walking through this thing with this red, white, and blue thing, and I'm like, no, this is not bad that it's red, white, and blue. No, no, no. It can't right. be. I can't. I can't be. And and then um, so there's maybe 15 of them, and there's probably about 60 um, counter protesters. Right. And and you know and there and there's you know guys that are just just their eyes are showing. They're masked up with green and black flags, which is what did the guy say? I asked him what the flag meant. He goes, "We are eco anarchists" or something like that. Um, you know, like you know everybody's concerned about politics when our our, our ecosystem is dying. So we're okay. Yeah. All right, you know, I guess I can appreciate that too, and um, you know the the uh, blue lives don't matter chance, and uh, right, right, you know, and because right. the, the the whole thing behind this Trump uh, support were come down, show your supply, uh, sh- show your support for Trump, and and show your uh, support for the police. So it was it was kind of strange that all right, just if you're just gonna don't lump every maybe certain cops are Trump supporters, maybe they're not. Right, you know, but I, I know some that are not. You yeah, know. yeah. I mean, I, I know quite a few. I, I know more that aren't than are for sure. Yeah, me too. Same um, and so it's just funny that you would you would attach that. And and I asked a few of them a couple of questions just to kind of like like. So how do you? Uh, well, you know, it's it's about it's it's about shrinking the government. He's all about shrinking the government. I said, no, he's all about controlling the government. What are you talking about? <laughs> he's about creating everything that you think you want. He's about the opposite of all that. Draining the swamp. My God, look at this fucking uh, cesspool. I know. Holy <laughs> shit. The swamp, you know, was just like a place where you could just, oh, accidentally fall in and get dirty. Now there's just like toxicity in it that you oh, would yeah. kill you. <laughs> oh, yes. So it, it was it was interesting to sit there and, and, and kind of watch this thing unfold for about 10 minutes. And then I realized that they're just going to go back and forth. And any, yep. any you know, anytime the... Uh, um, you know, the Trump supporters always kind of answered every question with flipping you off. Um, and so I was like, oh, OK, all right, that's that's all well and good, you know, and and yeah. uh, the guys not wearing masks and just like, you know, just I, I don't get it. I, you know, and, and I noticed I, I recognized probably about five of them and they're, they're business owners in a very liberal community. Yeah. So, you know, I, I, I hope so. I'm yeah. sorry. I, I I don't hold any. If if you go out of business because because your politics are racist, then I'm I'm good with it. That's the way it goes. Yep. yep. That's, the, that's the free market, right? Don't yeah. we love the free market? Yeah. That that that's basically yeah. You have the right to choose. People have the right to choose not to do business with you either. Absolutely. And uh, yeah, that's why you know I kind of feel like you know again these sparring matches I have on Facebook and. Uh, it's mostly about just exposing people's over racism. And, you know, casual racism is one thing you can possibly educate a person about how they might not realize what they're saying is racist. Right. But when it's over, 
and that's commonplace, you know, making that person shining some light on that is really the best thing you can do. And people can choose to engage with them or not. If they attach their, their business to their profile and their account, and that's, you know, fine. So be it. People can make their own choices. Right. You know, and, and then so we get into this this thing of, of this this thing. I, I was just reading a whole article on it over the weekend called The Cancel Culture, right? Yeah. Where, um, you know, uh, let's use the death of, of uh, George Floyd and uh, that, you know, he was clearly murdered. And there's virtually nobody that will say anything other than he was murdered. Yeah. All right. And the cops responsible should be in jail. Uh, yeah. Then the cancel culture comes in and then the cops have this system that is, you know, in charge of uh, prosecuting their own. Yeah. Right. So it, yeah. it, it, there's that, you know, uh, then, then you got the these uh, these protests, these civic disruptions, um, all legitimate and warranted actions. Um, and then the the cancel culture of those people who come in and and cancel it all out because they're looting and trying to break into banks and setting things on fire oh, and, and doing all that. And then and then there's just folks that just sit in the middle. Yeah. Kind of like, oh, my God, I wish they wouldn't do that. I should tweet something. Should I tweet something? I should tweet something. Right. right. You know. What happened to law and order? Yeah. Like when, when buildings and and, uh, and possessions become more valuable than lives and black lives, then we really lost the plot. Oh, my God. It's just. But that's the other thing. It's like this is, you know, fringe dwellers wrecking stuff. We've seen uh, cops and undercover cops and mostly white people causing physical damage to things. Uh and it, it, what it immediately does is pulls the attention away from the what is actually a, a genuine protest, a nonviolent protest, peaceful protest and assembly that people are trying to make a point. Uh, but what conservatives will want to do in the news media, they want to show you the thing that was burning. They want to show you the video of something that was violent. They will not show so much the violence. Of, you know, Most of the violence in these protests across the country have been instigated by police departments. And that's really the problem. I don't know if you saw recently that poor boy in Aurora, Colorado, Oregon. I can't remember. Poor uh, guy. I should know his name and we should know all their names when we say what's these victims of police violence. But he was an autistic boy walking home. I don't know if you know this story and was killed. Like, you know, because he was they were checking. He, he matched this description, as they say. And he was and the last things he was saying is, I'm a nice person. Don't do this to me. I'm just trying to go home dead. Eighteen. And so when the people gathered to have a music event in a park, the freaking Nazi cops came in and riot gear and started started violenting on people. And like that stuff, like, how do you possibly make the argument that police are not inherently violent? If, the, if a protest over an unnecessary death of a young, gentle boy is met with police frickin' violence. Right. So these are the, you know, this stuff comes to the fore and this is the stuff that has to be discussed. So, you know, in these moments that, you know, we can talk about, I mean, I, I'm with you. Cancel culture is a, is a two-edged sword. It gets, it can certainly get sticky in a way, but I am loving the statements being made by young people, especially that say, you know what, we're not doing it this way anymore it's not happening it's over right so and like i don't know you probably saw last night the march through st louis with the two white lawyers who came out with their ar-15 and their pistol tell me you saw this oh yeah 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 there oh, was, yes, yes. so you know so what do you do with that like the, here's these young people 
walking down the street, not even on their property. And these pasty white people who are watching, no doubt, Fox News, thinking like, oh, it's Antifa. They all organize. They're going to come take our stuff. And they're in a literal mansion. I mean, literal with columns, the whole thing. Standing out front with his freaking polo shirt and an AR-15 pointing it at people. Yeah. She's pointing a pistol at people with her finger on the trigger like it's the first time she's ever held a gun. That could have easily been a death right there. So the cancel. Well, that, the, the only thing I when I saw it, I was like, there's only one person that's going to get killed here. And it's the idiot holding the AR. <laughs> yeah. You know, he, he's just going to because he the way she's waving it around. You're absolutely right. Was you just know. absolutely ridiculous. The whole thing was ridiculous. But we, we work in this culture where these things just constantly are canceling each other out. Now, I was I had said something. I was listening to um, my uh, my wife had made a contribution to the Lincoln Project. Yep. All right, and these guys are doing a lot of these kind of um, really sort of clever ads to to you know. Yeah, I've seen them, and they're all basically Republicans. You know, I you know Steve Schmidt, who's like probably one of the smartest people I know. I'm not ready to forgive him quite yet for Sarah Palin. No, no. Uh, <laughs> you know, because he he you can say yeah, no, you have to work this hard because you fucking helped create it. Yeah. Um, and uh, so I'm not I'm not quite on the forgiveness train, but he was on this call, um, and this is something that I've been saying for for years, and that we far outnumber these people. There should be no cancel culture. Whatsoever, we outnumber these people. All right, but the fact of the matter is, they all seem louder than we do because they're saying all this heinous shit that get you and I all bound up and take our eye off the prize. That's also true, right? That's so, and there's only the, the, we 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 outvote them two to one if we vote. If we vote, if twenty five percent of the country is Republican, twenty five percent of the country is Republican, right? You know. That's a thing. The massive. I and mean, again, when people get mad about 2016 and like, oh, you didn't vote for Hillary or blah, blah, blah. Like the, if you want to you want to get mad at somebody, get mad at the majority of people that did not cast a vote. Right. Get mad at them, you know. Uh, so and so here we are coming up on another election. And so now the discussion is, will people show up to vote in larger numbers than usual? Or, you know, has that ship sailed? Are we just a free floating, flailing post-democracy that doesn't really know how to operate its own uh, mechanism, right. you know? And I think in some ways, we'll find out. I don't really know. Again, you know I'm pretty anti-Joe Biden uh, for a lot of reasons, uh, but, you know, obviously I'm intelligent enough to know that he'd be better than Trump by far, uh, but I won't vote for him. But regardless, it, we'll see what happens come November. If people come out in larger numbers, then fantastic. Uh, but at this, at this point, I, I'm more far more interested in what's happening in the streets than I am in the polling booth. Yeah, and that's very real. All right, listen, we're going to leave it there. Yeah. Because it's a good place to leave it. And uh, me. so the cancel culture, it's a real thing. We need to pay attention to it. We need to do something about it. Uh, and, and we need to vote out every single Republican straight across the boards. I'm talking House, Senate, and, of course, executive branch. Well, you're seeing it happen now. You're seeing progressive voices like the, the guy who beat Amy, what's her face, that's going to go up against Mitch McConnell. Uh, she's a you know a Trump Democrat, Amy Mick something or other. Uh, but Charles Booker is a progressive black man who's going to challenge uh, uh, Mitch McConnell if he can activate the vote and get people to show up. He could. Can you imagine? P picture this. 
uh, and I forget his first name, but Butar, the guy who's running against Nancy Pelosi. Picture Mitch McConnell and Nancy Pelosi gone in November. Picture it. Right. That would be a fundamental shift. So we're seeing more AOC-like candidates coming to the fore. We're going to see that, and the young people are, you know, uh, lean far to the left. So we're going to see with the march of years a movement towards uh, leftism. I should think. I should hope. We'll see. We'll see. We will see. All right. All right, buddy. Do we say anything smart? Uh, I don't know. There's there's about 20 minutes of it, so we'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah, at least a minute. They, there they can leave a comment and let us know. Yeah, you guys are smart. Or Jesus, or how did you know? Just because you buy a microphone doesn't mean you get to talk to the world. <laughs> yes, it does. Yes, yes it, it does. does. That's exactly what it means. <laughs> hey, right. but you know what? I mean it. I, we're both open to someone disagreeing with us. I'm happy to hear from a Republican who thinks we're missing the point on something. Tell tell us how you can align with a party that is pretty evident, you know, very clearly uh, on the wrong side of history in a million different ways. Tell me where we're wrong. Right. All right. We'll leave it there. I've been fish. And I've been whatever. I, oh, Kid Rock. Kid Rock. Right. <laughs> Ooh, I better have a shower. <laughs> you better have a shower. Uh, I was Kid Rock for a little while. Ew. Ew. All right. <laughs> All right, buddy, have a good you too, man. And the uh, Ear Spoon, as always, brought to you by Mocha Joe's Coffee. Take care, man. Yay, MochaJoe.com. More at the